Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Ramirez, and you're listening to Here's to You. I'm on a mission to interview interesting people to help inspire you to make what you want in life welcomed. Today, our guest is Regina Masters. She just came back from this month-long trip of hiking the Camino de Santiago, which means the Way of St. James. It's this pilgrimage to the shrine of the Apostle St. James, and she hiked across Spain. It was truly an amazing trip, and she has a lot to say about it, and I thought it was really important for her to share her story with you guys. So without further ado, here's my talk with Regina Masters. Okay, we are back. I mean, you never... Anyways, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I have one of my really good friends with me, Regina, and she just came back from this amazing trip, and I really wanted to talk to her about it because I know that she experienced a lot of amazing things. She is, in my eyes, the queen of adventure. She's been doing... A lot of cool stuff these past five years. So, Regina, for those people who don't know you, just why don't you tell them a little bit about your life and what's been going on ever since, really, high school. You have just been kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe not, maybe not high school. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I went to Texas A&M University when I graduated, and I was there for uh, two years. Mm-hmm. And kind of at the beginning slash in the middle of my second year, I just realized I wasn't happy. Uh, I'd been in school since I was three years old (laughs) and and I was just sick of it, you know, and Mm -hmm. and more than that, I think I was kind of sick of everyone else. (laughs) You know, I was tired of, of going on Facebook and you know, everyone's profile picture, no offense, I'm sorry if I offend people, but um, everyone's profile picture was like a selfie they took sitting on their bed, you know, with their laptop camera. Mm-hmm. And that just really bothered me. Um, I just thought, wow, I want to be doing something interesting. You yeah. know, I I know what I look like, you know, <laughs> and, and, it, and it's just kind of like, I, I'd like to think that I'm capable of more than just taking a camera selfie on, you know, sitting on my bed, not really doing anything. And, you know, again, like no judgment on people who do that. You know, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I'm glad that you like love that, but that's just not me. And and I didn't like that. And I didn't want to, didn't want to be like that. Um, and then more than that, I was just kind of in a, in a rough place emotionally. Um, I just didn't really like where my life was headed. I didn't really like who I was. Mm-hmm. So kind of on a whim, <laughs> I uh, applied for this missionary organization, um, really at the time just as a means to get out of the life that I was in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> they accepted me. And so I actually applied for uh, Net Ministries of Canada because uh, I wanted to see snow. <laughs> Spoiler, I saw snow. <laughs> uh, and it was amazing. Uh First of all, like my my time there just totally changed my life. And I think that was kind of the first time that I had had to look out for other people other than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, just just living that way changes you. Uh, 
And then I was put on a traveling team, which was kind of the spark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I actually got to travel coast to coast in Canada from Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island to Vancouver, British Columbia. And I thought I was done. I thought I was ready to go home, but they actually offered me a job there. And so I ended up staying there for two years, um, supervising teams of missionaries and uh, traveling more. <laughs> And it, it was amazing. And I think more than just traveling with the organization, you get to stay with host families. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just kind of the spark of like, not just going places, but getting to know the people there, um, getting to hear their stories, uh, and then getting to see the things that they loved in their towns. I remember <laughs> I stayed, with, I was staying with this elderly couple in the Niagara region and you know, you get there and you're like, all right, like these are some elderly people, like they're probably playing bingo and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we love going on adventures. And they were just all about going on adventures in their backyard, you know, and just mm-hmm. seeing whatever there was to see around them. And you know, I'm, I'm from the Houston area and I was thinking there's so much stuff in Houston I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they heard that I'd never been to Niagara Falls and it is the middle of the night. Okay. <laughs> And they drove, we, like, they took me and they drove me, like, 45 minutes to the falls in the middle. Like, you, you could barely see anything. Um, they do have lights to, like, light up the falls, but you don't really see, you know, anyway. But it was just amazing. And um, my whole time with NET really was just, um, I saw mountains for the first time. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I tasted the uh, Pacific Ocean. I We, like, I made a point of it to... Uh, drink the water from the Atlantic and the Pacific. We uh, you know I was there because I was like, well, this is something I have to do. What made you want to do that? What you want <laughs> I know you're a germaphobe, so I'm really sorry if I'm traumatizing you. Uh, I don't know. It's just what you know what you do. You're like, oh, I'm going coast to coast. I need to see what the water is. Did you get did you get that idea from like the dead sea because it's super salty like no (laughs) although if i ever but you're not supposed to even i okay i I, okay i i feel i don't know if this is worse i was kind of a chicken when it came to drinking seawater so i like this is probably who is it i got (laughs) i got a rock and i dipped it in the ocean and i licked the rock So, <laughs> is that better or worse? That's that just makes me think of something you told me. Uh, you when we were younger. Now, guys, we did grow up together, and there was a time where we were eating funyuns. Oh gosh! At um our school, and we were eating like it was after school in the cafeteria, and this is an old school. The the the. the <laughs> What do you call it? Those it's not tiles, linoleum. Yeah, uh, floors were pretty. I don't know if they were just worn over time, <laughs> but they just looked it's dirty. yellow. They're just always yellow. Yeah. So this funyun drops on the ground, and Regina picks it up <laughs> and is like, "Gamay dirt and don't, don't dirt. <laughs> and dirt don't hurt." And so you picking up a rock and dipping it in the ocean like it's a chip. That's a progression. <laughs> It, it don't hurt. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, so that was uh, that was my time with <laughs> in Canada. That's kind of what it accumulated to me licking rocks, mm-hmm. um, eating. I oh, never knew that. Oh, we also made snow garitas, margaritas with freshly fallen snow, which ten ten recommend. Ten ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, Canada was amazing. I fell in love with the country, fell in love with the people. Um, and then I decided it was time to finish my degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, uh, yeah, I, I came home and I, I started working on my degree again. And at this point, um, I'd known that I, I need to do more of this, you know, I need to travel more. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I feel like I left Canada already assuming that I was going to go to Ireland. Um, Ireland specifically because a lot of Irish people come to Canada. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of friends in Ireland. And so it was just kind of the right time, I guess, uh, to start planning a trip there. So I did a year at, back at A&M. And then um, over the summer, I took a two-week trip with my friend, Joanna, uh, and we uh, kind of backpacked around Ireland. That, that's amazing. <laughs> Which is really sweet. You know, it was, I, the, I, that could be its whole other thing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that was amazing. I, I planned it really well, you know, like down to like, this is the bus we're going to take from this place to this place, you know? Yeah. But I think that's because it was kind of the first trip that I'd planned on my own, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you felt like this this was a little bit different than this last trip. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the first trip you were very, (laughs) like very, yeah. but I know you had a partner that was, you know, when you're planning maybe with somebody else, it's, you want to plan. Well, is that that something? So the funny thing is, um, Joanna decided to come maybe like a month before we left. Um, I was going to go with someone else, but it didn't work out. So I was just like, hey, will you come to Ireland with me? And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I have this trip planned, so mm-hmm. like you don't have to do anything. Um, so that was cool. I think, yeah, it's, since it was my first trip al- alone or like even with a friend, you know, abroad, it was kind of, I was I was pretty nervous, I think. And so I just wanted to be really sure that... Mm-hmm. Um, that it would, everything would be taken care of, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember landing in the Dublin airport, and I was just kind of like, oh, okay, I can do this. <laughs> this People speak English here. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Ireland trip was amazing. Um, and then I came back, finished up, graduated, and... Uh, then I quit my job and I <laughs> went to Spain for a month and a half and I uh, walked the Camino de Santiago, uh-huh. which is, I think, what we're going to talk about. Yes. And I walked five, over 500 miles. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if I had the rights to that song. <laughs> oh I my played. gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. That song was just played like on the loop all the time. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Um, but yeah. And now I'm back. That's amazing. Well, tell us what you graduated with. That's an oh. achievement. Oh, okay. Uh, I have my degree in psychology, Bachelor of Arts, so I'm officially a BA. Yay! And uh, I have a minor in art, so uh, specifically traditional media. And on Tuesday, I'm moving to California to work on my master's in art therapy. That's amazing. Yay! I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So... <clears throat> So you finished school, mm-hmm. and you still want to do this adventure. I mean, you've always kind of been the soul for adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honest, what was the reason why you wanted to do this specific hike? Because this is has such a deeper meaning. I felt like you had a really 
deep connection with it. You know, it's kind yeah. of more like a pilgrimage than yeah, and uh, an off time like adventure. a vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, oh man, what a question. <laughs> uh, I think at the end of the day, like you really ask anyone on the Camino, and they're just like. I just heard about it and I I felt like I needed to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was very much the Camino for me. I heard about it maybe six years ago and I was intrigued because, you know, who does that, right? Yeah. Uh, Who who walks that much and, like, for for what reason? Um, But just for years, it just kind of kept nagging at me that this was something that I needed to do. Um, and you know, you, you meet people and, and they walk the Camino, um, looking for questions or answers, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. but for me, it was kind of like, I felt like, um, I'm really Christian. I'm like the token, (laughs) like the token (laughs) Catholic friend of so many people. But, uh, for me, it was more like I felt like the Lord called me to do the Camino. And then while I was walking it, he was kind of like, is it enough that I've just asked you to be here? And maybe you don't discern anything different about yourself. Um, mm. But is it just enough to be here because you're supposed to be? Uh, and it was. That's, you know? that's really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really powerful that it's just like to just be present in a way Mm -hmm. kind of like just be here to live and do you think like maybe down the line you'll kind of come up with more reasons of like your experience later of like what it meant to you yeah well it's you know it's interesting um definitely reflecting on it now uh just thinking about the things that I've seen and and the people that I've met I've just come to this realization that I've just I've just witnessed so much beauty, um, you know, whether that is in like the landscapes or the mm-hmm. people. And when you see beauty like that, like you can't, you can't help but be changed by it. Yeah. Um, and I think I came back with just this greater awe and appreciation. Um, and especially I think, you know, we walk around a busy city or we, we're stuck in traffic and we're surrounded by thousand you know Houston millions of people yeah um and they all have their own stories and on the Camino you kind of get more of that you actually get to talk to all of these people Mm -hmm. that you're surrounded by uh and that's amazing um so I think I come back with this greater awe for the people around me you know and um this desire to find the beauty and simplicity Um, Because I think that's, like, another thing. Like, I woke up every day, and all I had to do was walk. (laughs) All I had to do was walk to the next place. And um, even though I was, you know, seeing these beautiful sights, there was just such simplicity in in that daily task. And kind of coming back, I think I'm still striving for that same simplicity. Like, okay, today I just need to, you know, I just need to be kind today. Today I just need to to do this, you know, um, but really striving for that simplicity in my day-to-day life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> I kind of felt like you're, you're talking about, um, like, in a way, maybe you saw that regularly on our daily lives, we, we're kind of cluttered with a lot of thoughts, hmm. maybe like a lot of, insecurities a lot of like questions of like what if and here you experience this travel where 
just walk today, you know? And, yeah. and that seems like very therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> it seems really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's so crazy. So you talk about how that first trip you were kind of nervous and you planned it out very well. <laughs> so why weren't you scared to do this hike alone? I mean, I know you You kind of talked about how you met a group before yeah. on Facebook to yeah. kind of help out with that. But, I mean, honestly, you were really there not knowing anybody that you've met in person. Yeah. So, like, what, what kind of kept you from those fearful moments or like, you know, what, what kind of like got you over the hump of, yeah. of saying like, I'm not going to do this because it's, there's, it's too crazy, you know, or, you know, what, what made you not scared to be there <laughs> by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think when we try and look at everything all at once, that's when it gets really overwhelming. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want that to happen. I kind of went in thinking about that already Mm -hmm. and like realizing how overwhelming that could be. And so before I left, I kind of promised myself just be like, just do the next thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so before I started the Camino, I actually went to Lourdes, France, um, just cause it's like a Catholic pilgrimage site Mm -hmm. and I wanted to go for years. So I was like, all right, this will be a good, like start to, to my Camino. Um, and I landed at the airport and I had to sleep. I was in Barcelona and I was getting like a 6 a.m. flight to Lourdes, France. (laughs) And I had to sleep at the airport and it was miserable and, you know, on like the linoleum floor with my (laughs) sketch little sleeping bag. Um, And it was just kind of like, this is okay. You know, like. Yeah. I... All, all I can really attribute it to is, like, the power of positive thinking. Like, but, but really, you know, if, if you start letting yourself think about all of the things that could go wrong, you know, then you're just going to become paralyzed with fear. And I think it's really just telling yourself, I can do this. Like, this, this is going to be okay. Like, I'm, I'm a capable adult. <laughs> I'm yeah. a capable human, you know? And, and just kind of being like, And even if, you know, if I miss my train, Mm -hmm. if this doesn't work out, if whatever, it's like, it's still going to be okay, you know, because I I can, you know, I can handle this. Um, And I think it's really just like that, really just telling yourself, I can handle this. (laughs) Um, I don't really have like a specific, you know, um, yeah, thing to, to do except for just being positive and obviously not being an idiot, you know, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to go out to sketchy alleyways, totally just drunk, you know, yeah. you're not going to drunk and vibing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I think definitely, um, it's important to, to be smart, but honestly, it was funny when I was in Lourdes, I had like a hotel, mm-hmm. um, and it was, I swear, it's the sketchiest hotel. I was like, I could totally see myself getting murdered here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're just like, don't think about that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is fine. You're like, embrace it. <laughs> I'm so tough. Yeah, this is, <laughs> the sketchy elevator is really going to make a cool story one day. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but really, all I can say is just be positive and, and don't overwhelm yourself with, the details like just think okay what's the next thing I have to do where's the next place I need to go you know Mm -hmm. so 
Okay, good. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) But so speaking of like, what was probably your worst or maybe like hardest roadblock in your, no pun intended, (laughs) but but in in your hike, like, was there ever like a situation that was probably, you know, you're kind of like, oh crap moment. And then you had to like, did you have any like hardships like in the, during your hike that you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, it's funny. It was mostly physical. Like, actually, um, the first week, the route that I was taking was the French way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started at Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Pont. I'm sure I'm saying that horribly (laughs) wrong. It sounds Uh, great. (laughs) Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port. And, yeah, I started there. And you're hiking through the mountains, through the Pyrenees. Mm -hmm. And... I just was not prepared for mountain walking. Yeah. And I my knees just started to hurt so bad, like, the first week. Wow. Um, and it kind of got to the point where I was, like, wake up in the morning, pop, like, two ibuprofen, mm-hmm. walk for a few hours in the wow. afternoon, pop two more. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was tough. And especially, I think, after the first day, some of the, like, mountains, it was so steep. Mm-hmm. I, like, stumbled into Roncevalles, which is the first town that I stayed at. And I remember thinking, like, how am I going to do this for 30 more days, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how, like, this is the first day. I've just started. Um, and it was very discouraging. And there were, there were a good number of days like that, honestly. Um, just, like, physical agony (laughs) um but it just worked out you know like the nights that I went to bed thinking like how could I do this again I just would wake up the next day just like I'm just gonna get to the next place today you know yeah that's all I need to do I just need to get to the next place and I'm a really goal-oriented person so I was like I'm just gonna take this five days at a time okay I just need to make it to day five yeah day 10 day 15 until you know I, I finished um, and then, like, with my knees, this was actually, this is, like, a, like, the people on the Camino, the people you meet are just so amazing and generous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is the joke, this became the joke over, like, with my friends, but, um, I was in a lot of pain, I was walking, and these two elderly Spanish men, <laughs> who are also <laughs> walking the Camino, see me, and they're like, you're walking horribly. <laughs> and they're like, look, look at her knees. Look how swollen her knees are. By the way, my knees were not swollen. My legs are just fat. So. <laughs> I was like, they're, they're not, they just look like that. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but the, the men like let me use their walking sticks. And then at the next town, they bought me walking poles, oh my which gosh. by the way, if you ever do the Camino, get walking poles. I cannot say this enough. Get walking poles, get walking poles. They take off 20% of your body weight. Really? And they engage your core and your arms. So even if you feel like an old lady walking with them, you're getting a good full body workout. So. (laughs) (laughs) Because we had actually, whenever we hike, um, our our small hikes, you know, in the hill country. Yeah. That's maybe like five miles or something like that. But that still sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that still sucks. It's fine. Um, But. 
I remember her parents like buying us walking sticks, <laughs> and I thought it was just really an accessory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I understand. That's so important. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, we're all trying to get abs over yeah. here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, I don't want to brag, but I did have a flat stomach at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like five days, so now I'm... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, I, yeah, just like... Just stuff like that. Um, and for whatever reason, groups of old Spanish men just throughout the Camino would just like randomly decide to adopt me. <laughs> And just, like, decide that I was dying yeah. and just care for me. And it was kind of uncomfortable because sometimes, like, I remember once I was sitting down, like, on the side of the road. I took my shoes off mm-hmm. and I'm, like, massaging my feet because, yeah. ow. Um, and these old Spanish men, different Spanish men, by the way, <laughs> walk by and they're like, oh, are you hurt? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. They're like, stop. And then they're like, we have, like, medicine and all this stuff for your feet. And I was like, no, like, really, I'm fine. They're like take your socks off. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like, 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 they're like, can I, like, I'm going to put this stuff on. I was like, no, no, it's fine. They just like start like rubbing my feet down with like all of this like lotions and like, oh my God, it sounds weird, but it, it wasn't, it was like very kind. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like <laughs> a bit excessive. Um, but several times this happened. <laughs> Oh gosh. And so I was just like something about me, just elderly Spanish men just wanna adopt me. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but there you go. But you're thankful. But I'm thankful, so I still have all my toes. That's good. I love it. I'm glad that you do. Because that definitely helps with your balance. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> but that's so here's the thing, like you were staying at these hostels that were very specific to the people who were going yeah on, yeah for pilgrims your, yeah yeah so I mean honestly how on your daily routine like yes you only had the goal to go to the next city mm-hmm. but I mean how did you kind of keep up with your self care like how did you keep up you know being <laughs> yeah. in a different place I mean I figure that could really help influence like a lot of other people who just don't have a normal routine yeah like anybody who doesn't have and a lot of people find comfort in routine. Yeah. For, so for you who are going to a different place, going to different... <laughs> every night. <laughs> every night. And like, you know, how how did you kind of keep that routine, your self-care? Yeah. Or how did you, you, you know, do all of that for yourself? Yeah. So uh, I think... So I brought a journal. And first of all, that was... I'm so glad I did. People are often like, oh... Don't bring whatever. It's extra weight. But I'm I'm glad I did. I was able to journal like almost every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was just like, today was really hard and my feet hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then sometimes like it was, it was a prayer journal. Sometimes it would just be like, Jesus, walk with me or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just being able to, uh, to just put that down. You know, there's just something about like, not just speaking it, but just, like, putting it down that just makes it so, you know, like, so therapeutic. Um, so I think, I think first of all, like, that really helped a lot. And then also just in the evenings, just, like, taking the time to just sit down and, like, process, like, what's happened. Or um, sometimes my friends and I would just, like, we go out to dinner Mm-hmm. And you have a glass of wine. It's Spain, so there's a lot of wine. <laughs> um, 
so it was, just, it was just kind of like little little things like that and I think you you kind of learn to to be grateful for these little things that you have and to find a home in those things does that mm-hmm. make sense like um or or even in each other you know yeah. like the friends that I made on the Camino uh Sometimes, you know, it would just be, like, a really hard day or, or whatever. And I would just, like, st- like, one of them would just, like, start cracking jokes with me. And just for whatever reason, that would be what I, you know, exactly what I needed. And, yeah. I, and I think, like, I, as far as self-care goes, I think it's important to, like, take some time to, like, meditate. And, and honestly, walking, you, you get a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you get a lot of way too much time to, to think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to practice mindfulness, but I think that also allows you to just kind of, um, find a home yeah. in whatever you can, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's, that's like, you know, this backpack is my home and like, this is, this is the comfort that I, this is all the comfort I need or, um, or sometimes it was just like a song, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I brought my phone mm-hmm. cause I'm a millennial and <laughs> <laughs> judge me if you want. Uh, and some of the really hard days, I remember day 15, halfway day, mm-hmm. I walked 10 kilometers and I just sat down by a fountain in some town somewhere and I was like, I hate walking. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sick of walking. Um, and just kind of being able to be like, that's okay. It's okay that I hate walking today. You know, like that's fine. And um, not being too hard on yourself to like, I need to do the whole Camino without listening to music or, or whatever. It's like, no. Yeah. If you need it, like, this song reminds me of home or this song makes me feel happy or, you know, what this song comforts me. Um, I love music. I love mm-hmm. music. So I think that was also a oh, huge part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. That's amazing. I love how you t- you're touching on, you know, like if something's not working out for you, it's okay to say that it's not working yeah, out for you. Yeah. And um I don't I I feel like a lot of us don't allow ourselves to do that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say like, "Hey, this is this is hard." And it's okay that it's hard. But it's, yeah. you know, maybe not forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing is like, you know, we we come to the Camino with like all of these expectations. I remember I was coming and I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and go inside every church that I can. Mm-hmm. Which is, be- like, there were so many beautiful churches. But some days, I'd be passing a church. I'd be like, I need to get to the next town. Like, yeah. I'm so, like, I can't stop. I'm, you know, I'm so tired. I need to keep going. Um, and that's, a, you know, that's okay. Uh, my Camino isn't diminished because I didn't stop or get this one stamp. So you get a, you get a little pilgrim's passport and uh-huh. they stamp it <laughs> at like all these different places. I don't know where mine is, but I'll show it to you later. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere in my messy room. Um, but yeah, just kind of like being generous with yourself, you know, or like compassionate and just saying it's okay. There's no right way that I need to do this Camino. I you know, I'm, I'm not doing this for anyone but me. So why, why do I need to have these other expectations for myself? You know, that's, that's great. (laughs) That's great. That's a tweetable moment right there. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's when you're doing something on your own, it's, you got to remember to be forgiving of yourself. Mm, Yeah. Because there's no right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. But, okay, so um, I guess on my next question would be, like, what do you learn? What did you learn about the and people? Did you feel like you kind of got a different insight on people around you? Because you met new people in different countries. Yeah. And, you know, do you feel like, is there something about the opinion of just other people or, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I met people who are totally different from me, Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and it was, it was cool, I think, because especially these past five years, I've been working in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've kind of been in this like Catholic bubble. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's been really cool to just kind of meet people outside of that, yeah. you know, um, just hear where they're coming from, know and understand how they feel. And then on my side, I think it was nice to be like, oh, hey, I'm normal. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not a weirdo or, like, a total jerk. Yeah. Um, as, you know, sometimes people might perceive. Um, so I think that was just really cool. Or, you know, just, like, simple things. Like, it was during the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And just, like, having a beer and watching soccer, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, just, like, simple things like that. Um, yeah, it was just amazing. Um, and hearing people's stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember there were two people in particular that their stories just, like, shook me to my core. Because um, I'd never met anyone who had gone through the things that they had gone through. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not like my place to share it, obviously, but, um, yeah, I just remember, like, I saw them and just looking at, at people with just this different gratitude, just like, wow, like, I'm so glad that you're alive, you know, that someone like you exists in this world, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I just desire to see more people like that, I think, you know, to, to know and understand their stories and. To just like love that they're here. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what what was their characteristic that really struck you, where they overcame whatever they did? Um, you know, I think the heart, like the heart of both of them, really was just like this joyful, like these joyful, welcoming hearts mm-hmm. um, who had just experienced like incredible trauma, like yeah. incredible trauma. Um, and yeah, I, I was talking to this one girl, she shared her story and I was like crying. Um, but you would never know. Right. And, and, and that's, right. How, that's, that's how it always seems to be. Um, but yeah, you would never know. And, um, the way they shared their stories, just like with such love, mm-hmm. um, and not like this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me, but like this happened and like, this is who I am now. And I can love better because of it. And there's this phrase I love. It's like, you know, when something bad happens, it can make you bitter or it can make you better. Uh, and these people have just, like, really allowed it to to make them better and, like, more genuinely loving people. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really uh, beautiful to see and kind of made me – makes me want to emulate that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I think it's time to wrap it up, but is there anything that you want to share about that something that maybe really struck you with this trip? You know, that's really like 
what's something that you felt like you got the most out of or is there any way that you could kind of recap this whole adventure or yeah <laughs> oh gosh um wow I let me think about this um I think it's just go do the big scary thing you know mm-hmm. um if if really there's anything I've learned from this it's I love the struggle, you know, there's beauty and there's strength in the struggle and we don't know how powerful we are, um, until we like allow ourselves to, to really have to fight for these things, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's the message I have for anyone listening. Like, you don't know how powerful you are. You are so capable of so many incredible, amazing things. If you just kind of let yourself be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think maybe that's, that's something that we're afraid to do, right? That's scary. Mm-hmm. Being uncomfortable is, is scary and it's hard, but there's beauty in the struggle and it's so worth it at the end of the day. But I mean, like the people I walk with will tell you, like we, at the end of some days we'd be like, hey, the Camino sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's okay too. Like it's okay for it to be hard and it's okay for you to hate it <laughs> in the midst mm-hmm. of it, you know? Um but I think it's important to take that step back and know, like, I'm tougher because of this. And, like, I'm going to get through it. And, you know, like, I'm I'm not doing this because of some, like, misguided pride or whatever. But, like, I'm doing this because, you know, the struggle makes me grow. You yeah. know? And, and that the struggle makes me better. Um, and I think maybe we need a little bit more of that in our lives. And I think it's definitely inspired me to struggle more (laughs) in my life you know Mm because the scary thing is booking that plane ticket you know yeah we we talk about all of these things that we want to do in our lives and and I used to be like that too you know I want I would love to travel this I would love to do this you know um but it's it's just taking that step of faith and just booking the ticket and just go yeah you know um you can you can push through it like you can fight through it um so yeah oh my gosh I love that that's so beautiful I love that oh thank you Regina for doing this oh yeah I'm so grateful to have you thanks yeah oh my gosh well thank you guys for listening okay we're gonna we're gonna call it quits right now (laughs) wow I had such a good time talking to Regina She is truly one of my dearest friends, and I'm so glad you got to hear her story. I love her so much. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, she is so funny. Her name on Instagram is Reg Masters. That's R-E-G-M-A-S-T-E-R-S. Her tag is putting the fun and dysfunctional since 1993. Like... I'm living for that. (laughs) So, but if you want to keep up to date with this podcast, go to balancinglipstick.com, sign up for the newsletter, and we'll give you updates on new episodes. So thank you for being part of the community, and I'm so glad you got to listen. Bye.